0: Welcome, listener, to season two of the Downloadable Concept Podcast. Everything in the modern games industry has a sequel, and therefore, so do we. For the rest of this season, I shall be Mega Fox Lee, 3 Alpha Munchlaxon in an Omega Human suit. As always, I'm joined by Final Talon 2.
1: My roster is 2,300 characters long, and everyone mains Iori.
0: He is, of course, Final Talon 6 in Japan. And Jeb the Wrench 2, and Knuckles.
2: For this season, I have been replaced by Kirk Cameron.
0: Mm. So, Kirk Cameron, did you have a good Christmas?
2: I saved it!
0: <laughs> mm. That's quite an achievement.
2: And to reward myself, I've been playing Dragon's Dogma. <laughs> Woo! Which, if you are somehow unfamiliar with Dragon's Dogma at this point, it recently got a release on PC. Finally. Finally.
0: I knew I was right to hold out.
2: <laughs> it's still fantastic it's uh it's an open world kind of a character action rpg uh you can do all the the ridiculous anime stuff you start off just basic you know you have a light attack you have a heavy attack you have a dash attack eventually you're doing things like air dashes and throwing actual tornadoes at people <laughs>
1: uh Dra- dragon's dogma is a game uh, renowned for the ability to throw anything
2: including your party members
1: Pick them up and just chuck them at stuff.
2: Uh, a very good way to check uh, heights, you know, to check for dangerous falls, is to uh, grab the smallest pawn in your party <laughs> and propel them off the ledge and see what happens when they hit the ground.
0: Oh, that's not
2: nice. Well, if they live, you know it's the same thing. <laughs> Look, You can bring them back to life with just a press of a button. Oh, you can? I mean, you're more, much more important.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. The 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 pawns being in this case uh, custom customized characters yeah. who made by other players yeah yeah it's
0: that's what I was thinking I want to be mean to them I want them following me like a gaggle of sheepdogs.
2: <laughs> hey, well, they hey do. what can I do
0: what can I do hey hey
2: you know you say that <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I'm for reals
2: <laughs> you say that this is basically what they do.
1: A friend once said that of the dragon's dogma pawns, they're basically what would happen if a dog got turned into a person.
0: Yes.
2: Wolves, hun packs, arisen. Uh, you,
0: you guys don't seem to be aware that this is the reason I am interested <laughs> in dragon's dogma. <laughs> I have love three, this idea. You have,
2: th- you have three people who act like dogs following you all the time, and also you can climb on top of cows.
0: <laughs> the only way this could be better is if I had three dogs who act like people following me around all the time <laughs> and can climb on top of cows.
1: Uh, to Steam release, is there any new content?
2: Uh well the if you pre ordered it you got the soundtrack and the design works book. No. That's all that's different from the uh, previous Dark Arisen release. It does have all the little extra goodies that um, people who if you bought the original Dark Arisen or the original Dragon's Dogma and then had to rebuy it to get the Dark Arisen content because consoles you got a few extra like you got some bonus gear that is really good for the starting for your starting levels and also a fast travel item that isn't a consumable yeah. which makes the game a lot nicer <laughs> however even though that the 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 eternal fairy stone is called the fast travel item <laughs> even though it's no longer a consumable the in-game instructions still discuss the fairy stones which are consumables <laughs> so the tutorializing that it's giving you is not actually connected to what you're doing.
1: <laughs> As with the vein of most open world RPGs that Jeb falls in love with, it's a little broken. But charmingly so. Oh, it's not really broken. <laughs> it's a little odd. A little off.
2: It doesn't do a very good job of explaining itself. Yeah. Plus <laughs> It doesn't do any job of <laughs> explaining itself. It just says, Here you go.
0: Wait, it turns of new content. It
2: it does you know how uh in you know how in Uh, A lot of role playing games. When you start off, you're in the starter area, and then you go to from the starter area to the level 10 area to the level 20. No, (laughs) if you turn the wrong way in Dragon's Dogma, you will get fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, I turned left here. Oh no, they are they are murdering me with boulders. (laughs) This is terror. This is my next quest destination. What the hell is going
1: on? This game does not care. You were going to say something, Fox.
0: I was going to say I understand that in terms of new content, it now also includes Jab. Yes. Well, you could
2: actually get my pawn as well if you had it on Steam. Hmm.
0: You could get my pawn if you have an internet
1: connection. Hoi, heyo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the um, the underexplained open world mess game is still a very <laughs> nice genre. I mean, let, let, let's face it; that's what Fallout, at its best, is—the underexplained mess.
2: Um, mm, Fallout explains itself a lot.
1: It does now. I I have I have strong memories of Fallout Two,
2: Fallout Fallout One and Two at launch. Yeah, I'm like what's over here? Oh, that's a robot. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: under explaining the setting is something I like. Under explaining the mechanics, not necessarily. Uh, it depends how complicated the mechanics are.
1: Fallout Two anecdote. Um, a friend of ours, who is a generally very sm- very smart chap, missed the line of dialogue about where you're meant to go straight after finishing the, the starting area of Fallout 2. And so he just started roaming randomly. And um, the first thing that happened is he found a TARDIS with a laser gun and he's like, this game's really easy.
2: <laughs> I highly recommend uh, you give Dragon's Dogma a shot if you're interested in that sort of thing.
1: It does look really cool. Oh, uh, <laughs> and one thing, if, like, I I am... I'm ultimately a, pro, uh, uh, a missionary for Dragon's Dogma, despite not having yet played it, because the thing that sold me on this game is they said you can play a wizard or, or a mage, and you can, like, throw fireballs, and you get really cool-looking spells. I'm like, well, yeah, most RPGs do that. And if you're not playing your wizard, if you play a melee character, and you fight something really big, you get to climb all over it and, like, stab it in places. <laughs>
2: Well, especially if you're, uh especially if you're uh, like a, a rogue class, <laughs> because they climb better than like the fighters. <laughs> but like I said, the I, like my my character currently is a Mystic Knight, which means that my character is doing air dashes with a mace.
0: <laughs> Gishes are always the most broken. Uh...
2: And uh, any blocks with the the giant fuck off shield, because not only does the character get a mace. To fill the, the fuck-off hammer quotient. <laughs> but there's also a shield the size of my character.
0: <laughs>
2: which I can put magic on, and then whenever it gets... Whenever I block an attack, it counterattacks oh! magic <laughs> on the shield. Cool. I told you, Gishes were broken! And if, you time, and if you time it properly, you get to do added effects onto the
0: attack. oh that's cool! <coughs> I need to know like something, you, Jab. What? Do, do you block with the shield in the air?
2: i have not tried yet <laughs> but now you have a mission this, seems
0: important, this is very important details we'll uh you can report back next week
2: oh my pawn is uh currently uh currently set to uh an archer class and the 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 like archer class starts off with you know your basic sort of attacks like oh this one magically fires three arrows at once, some sort of things. And now my pawn is up to oh, this attack now fires eleven arrows at the same time.
0: <laughs> Everybody say something like uh, shoots shoots the moon, and then the moon falls on the target instead of an arrow.
2: Well, there is a dagger attack that uh, that the the archer classes get where they throw the enemy up into the sky with their daggers. <laughs> And make them explode. <laughs> because that's a thing you that's do. A,
0: yeah, that sounds like what knives do.
2: <laughs> that's how knives work, right? Don't is,
0: turn your back on your kitchen is all I'm saying. Is this frog fraction zero?
2: <laughs> There's a slight chance this might be frog fractions. Actually, I think Pony Island is... Uh, Frog Fractions.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just love Frog Fractions Zero. That's all. Oh, you just opened up a whole new concept there. It's,
2: it's Frog Fractions Rising Revengeance.
0: I... I really
1: like that we now live in a post-Frog Fractions world because one of the tricks of Frog Fractions 2 was to make sure everyone was questioning weird things around them now, not just dismissing them, sort of like, is... Because now there's a slight incentive of, like, I found Frog Fractions 2. It's
2: like, finally, this is Vaporwave.
1: Yeah. It's really funny. Uh... I, I I quite like that it has made a particular sort of consideration of the media more mainstream.
0: The whole thing is a fascinatingly weird experiment. Yeah. And I have a hard time having any problems with it.
1: It's like how I have the pet theory that Gaben is deliberately um, keeping rumors of Half-Life 3 alive so that uh, un- until Half-Life 3 has been in vapor for longer than Duke Nukem forever. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't checked the exact dates on that one yet, but it's it's still there lurking in the back of my head anyway uh did is, 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 are you sure they're not
2: gonna go for like battle cruiser styles records <laughs> <laughs>
1: For our younger listener <laughs> yes, yes, for our younger the listener, why don't you explain exactly what you mean by battle cruiser without invoking any controversial figures? <laughs> oh, this is
2: hard mode okay. yeah. Now, the listener, you may have heard of Duke Nukem Forever, and that it had an unfortunately long and difficult uh, development cycle. Back in the 80s, a game was announced called Battlecruiser that was going to do the most incredible things ever conceived of in an open world science fiction RPG, and it took a while to develop. (laughs) Uh, its initial release, I believe, was in 1992, and it got pulled from shelves because the publisher dropped out of it.
0: After it was published. Uh huh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because reasons <laughs> yes, existed. Reasons.
1: <laughs> Which, again, because of the controversial figures clause, Jab can't go into, because if he did, we'd be here for 40 minutes, and you'd be sitting here going, What? <laughs> what? <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> really? And his name is What?
1: You know that you know that uh, that um, offhanded Twitter rule of anyone who puts "smart" in their Twitter bio probably isn't.
0: No, but that sounds like a pretty good rule.
1: Yeah, it, it just so happens it applies in this case.
0: <laughs> Eventually, the
2: final quote-unquote version of Battle Cruiser released. I want to say around 1999.
1: Uh, yeah, I had just graduated high school. So no, it would so that, so that, that would put it in 2000.
2: Yeah. 2000 some odd, yeah. yeah. So, Battlecruiser had a long and storied development. <laughs> Since then, it has been both forgotten, kind of. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's forgotten so much as people don't want to talk about it.
1: <laughs> well, talking about it invokes a controversial figure, and suddenly, yeah. Most you're...
0: people don't mind doing that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, nope.
2: Well, people don't want this controversial figure to appear. Yeah.
0: What, if you say their name you may summon them from the depths. I'm not <laughs> taking the risk. Yeah.
1: Yeah. not not kidding. Not kidding at all. And it's not a matter of if it's not a matter of this person name searches on Twitter. It's a case of this person name searches everywhere.
0: <laughs> okay, so the controversial figure that dares not speak its name. Yes. <laughs>
1: It's like Mr. Mixed Mixed-Up Pluck Basically,
2: he's Voldemort.
0: <laughs> we should be referring to them as Candlejack.
2: Candle <laughs> what?
1: Anyway. Oh, shit! Well, I guess I'm doing this podcast entirely on my own now. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. You
2: brought out the
0: old meme. Carry on both sides of this conversation. <laughs> Richard, what are you been playing? Well, I've been playing a lot of Hotline Miami 2. <laughs>
2: So, Fox, what have you been playing?
0: <laughs> uh, I turns out I really like Picross. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a fantastic game for uh, playing on the bus on my way to work because I have a fucking job. Woo! Woo! And I have I have finished everything in Pokemon Picross now, but now I'm going back and doing it without taking any Pokemon cohorts, so like no hinting or anything, which is also fun and. Like, looking for other Picross titles, because I really like these puzzles. I'm into more Picross. I am into this shit. Uh, but, perhaps more importantly... Well,
2: sad, sadly not on a mobile device, but you could look into square cells. It is very Picrossian. Mm.
0: <laughs> well, I, I just assume it's one of those puzzle types that, that propagates to multiple versions, because, I mean, you can't copyright the way a puzzle works.
2: It's so. really hard to find a good Picross game yeah. on PC.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's weird. So for anyone who's listening, if you wanted a little game project...
1: Hey, the listener, if you're a game dev.
0: (laughs) I've no idea if the listener is the game dev, but I don't know. It's out there now.
1: Well, we know Nintendo are watching. We know Nintendo listens.
0: I also got catacombs. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because <laughs> talent is awesome. Uh, this was actually talent and
0: an unspecified friend are awesome.
1: Yes, I wanted to make a point. Uh, this is in fact specifically thanks to the help of the listener, and I wanted to thank them very much and publicly for their help in getting this copy of Catacos to thank you. Thank you, the listener.
0: <laughs> it, we've only had the chance to play it once because the first time we tried to play it, I was like, "Oh, wait, no, I have to put a million stickers on little wooden disks <laughs> I'll be back. Which alone
2: sounds excellent. It was
0: fun! <laughs> I'm such a Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun precisely positioning tiny stickers on hundreds of tiny discs.
1: So, uh, Catacombs is one of those games where you start describing it, and it's almost a, a, a mini-game of trying <laughs> to not give away the galloping ridiculousness of it <laughs> until you've appropriately built up expectations that it is somehow normal. Like... It's a game where you go into a dungeon. You with play your fantasy friends. adventures. You play fantasy adventures like you've got a you've got a a, swords, a sword oh, sorry an axe wielding barbarian and you've got an archer and you've got a, a wizard and you've
2: and you've got a chicken. You've
1: got a freaking chicken. There is a chicken. You've you've got a, There's goddamn a chicken, chicken champion. What? What? No, really, yes, one of the characters is the champion of chickens. <laughs> in fact, a chicken
2: <laughs> is in fact a chicken. yeah,
1: and, and, and he's
2: well, I just spoiled the game.
1: Yeah. Well, I thought you were in on it. <laughs> And his and his card for the character is this chicken standing on top of a sword with like fanfares of gold and adoring chickens looking up at the other uh, chicken. It's
0: wonderful. It is wonderful. I this is the Kickstarter edition, which means it is fucking adorable all the way to the ground.
1: <laughs>
0: very very cute artwork.
1: Um, one of the other starting characters is a zombie. No, skeleton. A skeleton, yeah. Skeleton warrior. Because, like, poison is one of the hardest things for players to deal with, so we just made, what (laughs) character could be immune to poison? Oh, a skeleton.
0: So, yeah, you have, like, staff chick, rogue chick, uh, wizard dude, big old dwarf guy, and then you have a skeleton and a chicken. (laughs) 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 I also like how they're at opposite ends of the difficulty (laughs) curve. Yeah. (laughs) First time player, we recommend the skeleton warrior. Advanced players, be a chicken.
1: Yeah, tricky. And Fox, uh, so how does this game work? Do you roll dice? <laughs> uh,
0: well, you roll something.
1: Are, are there cards that you have to uh, in, you know, you know, cleverly play and outmanoeuvre your opponent? There
0: are, in fact. Yes. But when you play them, they let you flick tiny wooden discs at your enemies. <laughs> this is the other reason we've only played one game of this so far. It took a long time to find a playing space that was big enough. <laughs> Uh, yes, this is a game where instead of rolling dice at your opponents or wielding numbers against them, you take your character who's on a little wooden disc and you flick your character across the table and try to smash something. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's a very, very good idea.
2: <laughs> is the chicken smaller than the other ones, so it's harder to knock things
0: down? No, the chicken is the same size, but you can get a tiny armadillo familiar you can flick at things. <laughs> it's so.
1: Uh, uh, the, the chicken has a thing where it can basically where it can run around just wildly because it's a chicken. Because <laughs> that's what a chicken would fucking do. <laughs> Which means you can get these mo- these amazing moments where the chicken, like f- by by making like twelve flicks in one turn, threads its way through a whole bunch of baddies and then pecks the boss monster in the eye. <laughs> I want to play that video again.
0: (laughs) It's very clever. It's very silly. And now it's very good looking as well, which makes me a lot happy because the original edition was playing it really serious with, you know, Mm. just straight high fantasy type art. And it's like, no, that is not, no, I, no, cartoons, cartoons now.
1: Cartoon
2: your chicken. Um, Always have your chicken be cartooned.
1: Uh, Remember how we talked about how games like Monaco and The Swindle were games about enjoying the moments where everything went cockeyed? Um, (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in catacombs we've had like in our in a very small amount of play we've still had these moments where things have just gone completely cockeyed um and and they've always come out of it with this sort of very very funny <laughs> moment like even if even if you like relate the anecdote later to people, it doesn't sound so funny where um a, a player tried to flick there, there were a pair of um evil centaurs right next to each other and they were like hang on if I can flick off one into the other, I do damage to both of them because I'm the barbarian, I totally want to do that flick. Flick too hard, skid on his own fingernail. The um, the his disc flew over the centaur, thumped into the chicken, and bounced back into the first centaur. So he did some damage, but now the chicken's off way over there. <laughs> yeah, he shoved the chicken, the chicken into the netherworld, and it's like the chick. Did the chicken just quarterback you? <laughs>
0: Oof. It does. I mean, you could very intentionally use your allies as uh, as ricochet points.
2: <laughs> 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 so this is so this is the board game adaptation of Dragon's
1: Dog. Pretty much. You can fling everything. And when you want to use your bow and arrow as the archer...
0: You... Oh yeah, you get a little arrow token. You get an even tinier wooden Tiny. Disc. <laughs> Aiming those things is so do fucking hard. you get odd. to make like
2: a little, do you make like a little slingshot with, like an, with a rubber
0: band in your fingers? No. That would be can totally you? cheating. You could, but no. That would be totally awesome. In fact, it is specified one finger flicking. You can't, like, push. your whole hand to flick the disc. I'm not seeing an expansion pack, which
1: does involve a rubber band.
0: I was, uh... There is one disappointing thing about this, which is the uh, Kickstarter edition comes with a gelatinous cube. <laughs> which is a cube! <laughs> Everything else is discs, is but this is a big, bright green cube. And I saw this, and I saw it had different stickers for different surfaces, and I was like, oh my god, you roll the cube. <laughs> that is the best idea. <laughs> but as it turns out, no, you just turn the cube, because its turn goes in sequence. And it I was moves like, really slow. No. Yeah. I, that'll be the first thing I house-rolling catacombs. <laughs> now I get to roll it's the like, cube. like, no, no,
2: you roll the cube. <laughs> You get to roll the Manitoban
1: territory. <laughs> exactly. Hail Cube. <laughs> and, and that is uh, part of why this game uh, was so hard to get to Australia. Because yeah. the box weighs
0: a ton. It's a big fucking box. <laughs> it's a tree in a box. <laughs> well, there's a lot of wood gone into it now that you mention it.
1: Uh, apparently, the first edition didn't have the screen that you put up around the edge oh, of the Oh, the uh, barrier. Yeah, you were just <laughs> expected to not want to flick too hard so you'd hit the barrier, so you'd lose- leave the board, and no players ever did. And
0: about the point where, like, every individual instance of this game was missing four or five tokens <laughs> that went under the fridge, and yeah. that's <laughs> not coming back out.
2: You mean our players won't just flick them at each other? <laughs>
0: I'm just yeah the the uh, the one round that we played because we ran out of time, we would have had four or five tokens go oh, skipping completely oh, yeah. across the room. Yeah, oh, we played way too hard.
1: Way gone.
0: <laughs> yes. Anyway, excellent game. Get a copy. It's so <laughs> worthwhile. <laughs> it's just ridiculous fun. Okay, final thing I've been playing. Also a Christmas present, um, which I only just got, so I have played it quite briefly, but I have Xenoblade Chronicles X. Hooray! <laughs> it, it is huge, isn't it? And there are lovely giant it monsters is. and endless landscapes and just, just fucking cutscene fucking hell. <laughs> just, oh.
2: That goes away oh, after a while. Stop that goes talking! After you, that goes away after you stop dealing with the, st- the story quests.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really hard to get into up front. <laughs> Talon mm-hmm. has Talon's been sitting out here in the office while I am playing in the den, and he has just been hearing me regularly just go, just stop talking! Shut up, shut up, shut up!
1: Uh, honest to God, I originally was keeping a tally of how many times <laughs> you yelled about that game per session. And then I realized that I had put on my headphones and was still keeping the tally. I could still hear you. It's just... You know you can press
2: B to skip ahead <laughs> in the dialogue, right?
0: Yeah, wait, to skip ahead of individual points of dialogue without skipping the whole cutscene? Yeah. No, I did not know that. I thought I had tried pressing just about everything that could be pressed. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure it works to... I remember flailing wildly in my controller and going, why doesn't anything make it go faster? <laughs> I'm not kidding. This fucking game, they open with... Uh, okay, the opening plot of this game is about two sentences. It's really familiar, okay? <laughs> and so they run this really very long cutscene, considering how little they have to communicate. I could not tell you a time in minutes, but the time is way too long. <laughs> and then the very first thing that they it's do... Time in- when they wake up your character after their sci fi stasis sleep, is a recap that cutscene! With flashbacks from the cutscene!
1: Says Fox, clipping wildly. Ah.
2: Granted, you could skip the cutscenes.
0: <laughs> Which is fine, if you know there's not going to be anything of value in those (laughs) cutscenes.
2: Well, I would think that once they flash back to a prior cutscene that you just
1: watched.
0: But what if after that flashback they go, oh, by the way, here's the mission you actually need to do now, and we're not going to tell you about this again elsewhere.
1: Why, this flashback reminds me of a time a few minutes ago, when I flashed back to a further back time.
0: Oh, this is reminding this me about when I was ranting about the cutscenes in Suno Chronicles X. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs>
2: but yeah, the the cuts the cutscenes the cutscenes do get toned
1: down after they 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 kind of would have
2: to. I'd say info dump, but they don't give you a lot no, of info. They,
0: they dump non-info because
2: they quite Deliberately obscure some significant information from you.
0: Oh, yeah, if the people I'm working for aren't villains by the second act, I'm gonna eat my hat. (laughs) I don't know, it might be wrong. I just, they walk onto the screen for the first time and I'm like, oh, hi there, bad guy. We shall see.
2: Are you the game is very pro very pro corporate <laughs> capitalist I'm surprised there haven't been think pieces I, I, I...
0: yeah actually that was very interesting oh you know you're basically funding private military contractors with your pcs resources. you are mm.
2: you are in a private military company I mean I you... that is the only <laughs> security force in this American corporate Empire
1: are you <laughs> Somehow implying that working for evil corp Megacorp Globodex may come back to bite
0: you. And uh, having no. uh, having people, when you uh, join up, recommend, oh yeah, you know, this local wildlife that's right out the front here, they're totally peaceful, so they make great target practice. <laughs> oh, right, that's that's very, brilliant. We've been here a couple of months, I'm American. sure we understand the ecosystem well enough to just go, yeah, fuck up some wombats, it'll be great. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hoping they do something with that. <laughs> I, I'm i not asking for spoilers, but we we shall see what happens.
1: So that's Outer Blade Chronicles X, the oh, cutscene.
0: yeah, fucking volume in that. It's so fucking weird. Okay, they have yep. uh, s- They have soundtrack they have songs with vocals that play during cutscenes while characters are speaking to one another.
2: And the music is louder than the cutscenes. Yeah, cut scenes.
0: cool. And, and you can't yep. adjust the volume on voices on mute. There is no volume control. <laughs> huh. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Thief did that. It's been a long time since I've seen that in a, well, certainly a AAA game anyway. I was, I, I at first I sat there going, wait a minute, is it, hang on, what am I missing something? Anyway, it's not like a game breaker or anything, it was just really weird.
2: That sums up like Blake And <laughs> <fallout.
0: laughs>
2: uh, Keep in mind, this was my favorite game last year.
0: <laughs> this is kind of what I'm expecting, and yeah, for all, that it has been making me scream at it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs>
1: Um, sorry, correction. Thief doesn't do that with music. Thief does that with ambient chatter.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Like there's a street away, someone's talking to a guardsman or whatever, and it just is three or four times as loud as your no. cutscene dialogue. Well, well, yeah, yeah. You've got this yeah. scene where
1: Garrett and and such as are sort of sitting at a corner, going, well, disgusting movement of the beginning, and then someone, that, someone somehow uh, is like,
2: you disgusting
1: creatures, you aren't wanted here. It's like, what? Rolled right <laughs> over the dialogue.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it feels a little like that. You can still make out what's being said, but that have...
1: Especially if you have the subtitles on.
0: <laughs> Which I do.
1: Respect good sound design. It's important.
0: <laughs> it is important. Sound design in that game is great. <laughs> I did like when I first got into the city and I'm like, "Well, someone's trying to be ACDC pretty hard. And I'm all right with that.
1: I, I do like me some ACDC. <laughs> I- I'm a 33-year-old Australian white guy. I'm okay with ACDC. <laughs> yep. That's the stereotype.
0: <laughs> Actually, no. You're too young to be into ACD. <laughs> really. It's your parents' music, technically.
2: I, I really like the, the soundtrack in Cineblade Chronicles.
0: It's pretty good.
2: It is not what you
0: expect. <laughs> no. Oh, so not.
1: I mean, looking at it, I would have assumed it's full of very J music. Or very um...
0: It is, but it's very J doing America. The whole game is very Japan doing America. very
1: American. Yeah,
0: it's... I mean, it, it has all the anime tropes and junk, but they're being played in such a pointedly American <laughs> fashion. It's it, it's like a weird alien entity kind of thing. It, huh. It's pretty unusual.
1: I am going to be very curious about this.
0: Oh yeah, at the point where I screamed about cutscenes on Twitter, I haven't met Tatsu yet. Oh. Yes, now I have met do have, Tatsu.
1: Do
2: you have the beaver on when you play?
0: Uh, yeah, I think so.
2: Do you periodically get just someone else in your squad just saying "shut up"? Tashu.
0: I haven't yet. Because that
2: pops up on my screen. A I lot. haven't yet
0: because I only just unlocked squads. Like That was the okay. last thing I did before I stopped playing. Well, before I had to go take a break to do person things, much
1: likes things. Really, I'll have to
2: add. I'll have to add you on the Ninten- Nintendo Net so that yes. I can borrow you for a while.
0: Talon, what have you
1: been playing? I'm trying.
2: Wait, wait, wait! Hotline Miami 2.
1: Well, I wasn't going to mention this, but. There's a Hotline Miami 2 level editor and a friend sent me a level she made. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm waiting for level okay. Oh,
0: good. See, so that was going to be my next question. Does that mean it's finally launched?
1: It's no, kind of exciting. It, it's in beta with the very quiet undertone of, look, we're not responsible for anything the level editor does. <laughs> like, delete all your progress and quite possibly unreward Steam achievements. Holy totally poop! It's like, is it going to do that? No, but we might... Look, no, it totally
0: won't do that. We are it, disclaiming no, no. <laughs> everything up to and including total catastrophic destruction of your play record. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. It'll be fine, it'll be fine. We're just saying that if, <laughs> if
2: any damage occurs to your save files, computer, or immediate surrounding <laughs> area, we are not liable for use of the level editor. Yes.
0: We are not liable liable for the destruction of personal property and or acquaintances.
1: Do not look directly at the cube. But um Hail Cube
0: How will I stick its individual stickies on each side, then?
2: (laughs) With a complex array of mirrors.
1: (laughs) Uh, I've been playing a lot of Risk of Rain, which I mentioned offhandedly last year as being an interesting-ish roguelike. Um, As with almost all roguelikes, you've kind of got to find the single point of traction that gets you into its cycle. Oh, yeah. And I did in in Risk of Rain. Um, I played it on easy, for a start, just... It, it, a lot of games have this idea not that that lasts oh yeah it's true easy does not last but um, <laughs> easy
0: do you mean easy does not stay easy or do you mean they just take easy difficulty away from you so it at a there, point? there
1: are there are two difficult effectively there are two difficulty settings in Risk of Rain there's the one you choose at the very start mm-hmm. which isn't actually called easy they're, they're called um Drizzle, Rain and Storm I think it is <laughs> and, it's not
0: really a risk at the point where there's thunder
1: yeah and in the game itself, there is a timer ticking up on the side of the screen that basically just the longer you take to do anything, the harder it's going to get. Oh, shit Christ. And and the difficulty goes from um, easy, medium, hard, very hard, I apologies, but insane. And then the step above that is I can see you <laughs> and I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just sort of, whoa.
0: They have Two difficulty steps above that one.
1: Yeah, uh, and at that level, the game is just spawning bosses on top of you. Uh, the thing, the thing that got me through it was, it was, um, uh, finding, uh, some of the unlocks. One of the unlocks is this thing called the artifact of order. And whenever you get that, it means that instead of getting items chosen at random when things die, you get a little menu that lets you pick one. Which means effectively every item is really slow and dangerous to pick up because, you know, you'll get shot while you're getting it. Right, but it also means you get to pick and stack all of your power ups, and then that brings in that wonderful feeling I've referred to of, of building your machine, and I fucking love that. <laughs> I, I I love that. I'm like, okay, so I'm playing a commando, so I'm going to get a whole bunch of monster teeth, and I'm going to build my character around this sort of ranged, kill them at kill, kill them at a distance, and and um, you know heal off the things I kill kind of thing, or I'm playing the character who's a heavy loader, who is basically one of the ships... (laughs) One of the ship's engineers in a Warframe, and their whole thing is just punching shit with enormous metal fists.
0: Mm, I like punching shit.
1: He's just a robot. Um, uh, And and i finished the game now a couple of different ways. Um... And the way, and like the, the commando, when the commando finishes the game, it's like, and the commando left the planet but without his humanity, because the whole idea of you know, surviving the planet changed <laughs> him distinctly. Uh, and if you finish the game with Akrid, who is this big hulking purple alien who was quite clearly in <laughs> transport as cargo. Um, with <laughs> a with a massive ball and chain on his leg with a sort of what would you get up to Which is
2: his weapon. Yeah,
1: he hits people with it and bites people. He's great. Woo. But um strong. But when Akrid wins the game it's and Acr Ak- and, and he left the planet to find new fields to consume. <laughs> oh <laughs> I may have let loose the bad guy. Uh and and the Well,
2: it's risk of rain, yeah. Though.
1: <laughs> yeah, Risk of Rain has a very bleak tone that it hides very well.
0: I like how the alien made you think, I've let loose a bad guy, but the commander who had lost his humanity, no, he <laughs> didn't seem like a bad guy. I haven't created a monster but at the all. the thing is,
2: uh, essentially in Risk of Rain, you're playing as an invading force. Yeah,
1: they make a point about the colonialism, and they, there's even remnants of a previous colonial force on the planet who are, mm-hmm. because they couldn't hack it, they've gone native and are now just wrecking the living shit out of everything. It's really interesting. Um, For a little Game Maker project... It it started out as a school project in Game Maker, and then it became a thing. Um, And... That's Very cool. Sometimes it will break in colossally weird ways. Like you'll load up,
2: (laughs) very game maker, very game maker. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: You'll load it up, and everything will just start falling through the ground, just like falling, falling, falling. And you hit this bottom of the zone. It's like, okay, cool. So you fall out of bounds. I'll put you back to where you started from. You go back up to where you are. The floor's still not there. So it's just (laughs) looping. It's like, yeah, this this runs over. I guess. Never mind.
0: (laughs) That's beautiful.
1: Um, the disposable nature of roguelike uh, play works for it really well. Because you're just like, oh, well, yeah. Oh, I'll try another one.
0: <laughs> works really well with catastrophic errors, you mean? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you know, ro- roguelikes, broadly speaking, don't have to be fair in that, you know, each yeah. run has a chance of success. So, see this gambler once told Theor- me
0: a uh, hypothetical chance of success
1: this gambler once told me that you know every hand's a winner and every hand's a loser uh, that
0: sounds like really good advice <laughs> it's been given by a particularly wise i
1: don't know he stole one of my smokes anyway so that's for the game i've been playing uh the most this month it, it also has the uh charm of being very quick loading and very quick to get out of which weirdly i need in a game these days And now it's time for Retro Gaming News. All the news is fit to print for the month of January
0: 2010. Brought to you by Controversial Figure Game Publishing. For now.
1: As with the cycle of game releases throughout the year, we know that there are certain periods where nothing comes out but crap. January is a time (laughs) when nothing comes out but crap.
2: January, what are you talking about? Dragon's Dogma came out this month.
0: I want to see. Pony
2: Island came out this (laughs) month. Uh, It's a great month for games.
0: (laughs) I want to see nothing but sequels on this retro gaming news. We have a theme, goddammit.
1: I'm going to have to break the theme, but I will note that uh, my glib statement about nothing but crap comes out in January is... It's deliberately a slightly wrong statement. Usually crap will come out in January. That's where a lot of shovelware gets dumped, a lot of uh, franchise holders for lack of a better word. Uh, but also because of its being a quiet month, indie development often puts stuff out and that's often when Japan will port Japan. it's all when Japanese companies will port a game that was reasonably successful at the oh, end of the last year to North America and Europe.
0: Japan has talked about it, and they think we should get some games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they decided we were very good over the Christmas period. <laughs> so whilst there is some stuff in this list that I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's no way we're ever going to guess them. It's ga- there, there's lots of games which have this sort of is that made by a Markov bot kind of names <laughs> like um, Sands of Destruction. Um,
0: I know that one.
1: Chrono Twins DX.
0: That's a, Sense of Destruction is a DS game. Yeah. It's got kind of cute cover art.
1: Uh, Bejeweled Thirst.
0: Thirst! (laughs) Ah!
1: And Strangely Erotic Gems. And Vancouver 2010.
0: That'll be a hockey game, right? Well, that's an Olympics Oh, good. Oh, Olympics, right. Because,
1: just the idea of, yeah, it's a Vancouver simulator. They release a new one every year. (laughs) They
2: release a new Vancouver every year. (laughs)
0: It's a busy town. I don't Um, know anything about Vancouver. Also, I assume no, that it's pretty was, that busy. Was, that,
2: was, that was the Olympics. Yeah. That was the Olympics. Um,
1: also in it's the... the capital
0: sense... of Canada or just a big old city?
1: The capital of Canada is Ottawa.
0: Ottawa. Is it?
2: Vancouver's
1: just a big just city. Just a big city. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ottawa, Ontario, as opposed to Toronto, Vancouver Ontario. isn't even the capital of its province. It was in Ontario? Yeah.
0: That sounds so wrong. Yeah. Oh.
1: And Toronto is the capital. Oh, you
0: know what? It's because the only word that occurs before Ontario, naturally, in my mind, is Toronto. <laughs> yes! <laughs>
1: well as I understand it that's where all of the weather happens
2: <laughs> we do not discuss the weather network in public in accordance to the sunshine policy.
0: Yes. <laughs> moving on uh, okay alright give us give us some weird names. one
2: day I will bring them down I will defeat the weather network
0: <laughs> so that's what Vancouver Simulator is about that'd be fucking awesome
1: <laughs> the uh the other type of thing that comes out is um odd tie in games. Um I, I would like to like I don't think there's any reason to bring this up as a, a thing that anyone would guess, but there's a game called Skycrawlers which came out in this. Movie. No, I know oh, that.
0: Yeah. I Bro, own the that. Class,
2: the timeless timeless classic. Yeah,
1: and, and like I couldn't get I couldn't use words to describe time cra- sky crawlers in a way that would get people to guess it. No, it's a wee dogfighting game. But it's in really anime crazy.
0: flights in with with uh, weird superpowered Wunderkind pilots.
1: Yeah, and seven novels and a movie.
0: Yeah, I would have gotten that.
1: I, 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 I,
0: is it Innocent Aces or is it different style? It, yeah, describes? it's Innocent, it's See, innocent there Aces. There you go. I even knew the subtitle.
1: Yeah. Um. And so that kind of game comes out in January. That's interesting. And uh, honestly, kind of a really beautiful game.
0: You've used up two of the only games from this month that I could have guessed. Oh yeah. This is a conspiracy against Fox.
1: And now and and. Some of these games don't have Wikipedia pages for the games. They take you directly to a list of games published by the publisher. <laughs> so, it's... it's like... <laughs>
0: these games are not important enough to have identities. Yeah. They are a list entry.
1: And that has included things like Matt Hazard, Bloodbath, and Beyond. Uh, and... <laughs>
0: Bloodbath? Isn't that a homeware store from that's... Britain? It's an amazing...
2: That's a, that's a great subtitle for a Matt Hazard. <laughs> yeah. Thing.
1: But... Who's Matt Hazard? He's the guy who's in that game. Uh, also...
2: I mean, that that's literally the point of his character.
0: Yeah.
2: Also... that Matt Hazard is the star of Matt well, Hazard.
0: That was all one title. Yeah. I thought you were mentioning two different games. He's, <laughs>
2: no, Matt, Matt Hazard... see, Matt Hazard is a spoof
1: of Duke Nukem. Yeah. Ah, yeah. of
0: course.
2: And Matt Hazard is the star of the Matt Hazard games, in the Matt Hazard game.
1: Yeah. Uh, similarly, there's another one that's called... Um, Daniel X the ultimate power? Daniel X. Which I think is a spin-off of Ben 10. Daniel because because the developer's page has a bunch of Ben 10 games and a bunch of other Daniel X games <laughs> and none of them have wikipedia pages. So I could not tell you Are you <laughs> Sure
2: it's not Daniel 10? It might
0: be. Look, I, uh, I don't have anything against Daniels if there are any Daniels in the listener, I I you know I I'm not trying to diss you or anything. But Daniel is not a cool hero name. At least ben Ten rhymes. It's kind of... It's catchy. Daniel! You no! Know.
2: Who's here to save us? Dan!
0: You could have dan That That sort of works. That sounds like a Japanese superhero. dan Go!
1: Okay, now, into the actual guessing part of these things.
0: Oh, right. We have a segment to do. Yeah. Huh?
1: What are you talking it's about? It's an indie game. It's an indie game around for... Very successful, honestly. The creator has moved on to make other successful um, games. It has great music. It has a very vibrant art style that draws heavily on the Commodore 64 and Amiga it has a
2: s v v v v v v v v v v v
1: yes it's v v v v v v v or v6 or v's or v 6 times according to the wikipedia entry on its alternate titles does it
0: officially have 6 v's yes i thought it just had an endless yes. string of v's
1: Nope, 6 v's v v v v v v yep released by VVVVVVV. terry cavanaugh has also released Super Hexagon, which is also really good. Ah,
0: I've heard about that. Incredibly hard. <laughs> I've seen someone play that for about two seconds at a time.
1: Yeah.
2: That's about how long you play Super Hexagon, and, and then it yells at you. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I. I
0: that I, sounds um, like me playing Xenoblade Chronicles X. <laughs> hey! I'm going to.
1: I suspect I'm going to pronounce this slightly wrong, but just to bring it the point uh, forward, the composer for VVVVV is Magnus Paulson? I believe it's an it's an uh Umlaut today. Uh mm-hmm. and amazing work. I I really really love the soundtrack of VVV VVV. I think it has a great energy to it. It's fucking great.
0: Actually, I kind of like it, which is a surprise. Uh like I
2: I tried to play VVV VVV. Yeah. Did not your thing? It soft like my computer and I had to restart Holy it. Holy
0: crap. We are not liable for destruction of any personal property. <laughs> 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 All
1: right.
2: That's that's my experience with VVV VVV. <laughs>
0: When I say it was surprising that I like the soundtrack, by the way, I mean, because I really dig chiptunes, but I have a hard time with anything that's vaguely EDM-y. It's just not my genre. Mm. But I, I really enjoy this.
1: Now, V.
0: Fox. I compressed all my Vs. They're overlapped, so they just sound like one V.
1: So, Fox is into sequels. What about re-releases? Do they count? No. Oh. Uh, is right. it a
0: re-release of a sequel?
1: Uh No, I don't think so. I actually think that the original game was just an original game. But that was the (gasps) PS2 era from Japan, so... Ooh, I've given away some information!
0: Oh no, that wasn't the information you would have immediately given us up front.
2: Wait, isn't giving away information what your job is in this? (laughs)
0: Shit!
1: (laughs) (laughs) So...
2: Oh no, I've done things! So you remember how last
1: (laughs) year... Well, two years ago now, Squaresoft released an adventure game uh, where you played a ghost who was uh, investigating their own murder? And they said, like, this is a revolutionary storytelling technique that no one's done before. <laughs> in this game, you play someone investigating their own murder. It's a PlayStation Two era um, adventure game. Uh, it's been uh. released. It's been re-released on the PlayStation Portable. And that's in North America. That's when you know. Two, I feel like I
0: really was. should know what this you should. Is. I
1: you, I happen to know that you want to uh, do smooches on the protagonist at one point.
0: Shadow of Memories. Shadow of Memories. Hooray! <laughs> Yes. It was a PS two. That it
1: was, was a PS one. No, that was a PS two game. Wow. Uh released February twenty second, two thousand and one. So you would have been seeing teasers for it. But yeah, um that's pretty much all I got to say about that. You know, he, taking uh, a chance to dunk on Squeenix.
0: He was quite a cutie, he had pretty blunt hair.
1: Yep. And he you know, he'd been murdered, so you already knew he was vulnerable.
0: I never got to play the game in the end, so he might have been a total cockbag, but <laughs>
1: I think that's kinda of the point of all these you're investigating your own murder games. You find out that you were a bit of a <laughs> Turns chosen. out you were a total cockbag. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which once again makes second. Ghost Trick the best death investigation game ever.
1: <laughs> yes. So I
0: can't tell you anything is this more. Really, Just trust this me. Is the
2: really horrible game that I'm thinking of. No. Okay. Oh, this is the really, really terrible game I'm thinking of. Oh God, it's so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. Out of memory. One of the puzzles. One of the puzzles in it. Oh my God. <laughs> one of the puzzles in it involves you. Going back in time before one of the many, many times you're killed, to dress up as a juggler what? and warn yourself, <laughs>
0: a juggler
2: that you're about to be murdered. Do you find
0: jugglers particularly trustworthy. what you trustworthy? do is,
2: <laughs> what you do then is, you go steal a frying pan and put it down your shirt so you don't get stuck. <laughs>
0: Direct solution <laughs> it sounds like Day of the Tentacle fan game. <laughs> it does that sounds extremely goofy compared to the aesthetic for the game that I, uh, well, that it... I assumed?
2: Our North American, our North American listener may re- may know this game as Shadow of Destiny. Ah,
0: oh. uh, uh,
1: that that game in question um, has a deliberate aesthetic where everything but the protagonist is washed out and gray.
0: Oh, he also looked pretty washed out. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, and boring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, again, speaking of horrible games...
0: (laughs) So I'm lucky I never did get the chance to play it, basically. I can just go, oh, that was a nice bit of eye candy, moving on forever. You can
1: just say, oh, that's a cute boy. Okay. We have a sequel, or... A franchise entry to something that probably didn't need a sequel at this point. But anyway.
0: Most games.
1: Well. Sonic Overs. Uh No, but you start with the right letter. And it is a franchise whose dev- devotees are mostly sitting <laughs> around going,
0: Two was really good. Why do the rest of them suck? Oh, hang on. You're <laughs> not being this mean to another Suikoden.
1: No, not a Suikoden. Right. No. Uh, it's a horror game.
0: Because people still
1: like Three. Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Shattered Memories. This would be, wait,
2: t- Silent Hill Shattered, Shattered
1: Memories is my favorite site. It's memory. good? Because I'm looking at the review scores of it and it's sort of, oh, oh, oh dear. These people are idiots. <laughs> That's the thing. The Wii release. they the problem. The Wii release got a 2 out of 10. I wouldn't
2: wouldn't play it on the Wii. <laughs> God, no. I don't want to mess around with fucking motion controls. Don't, don't
0: that. say Wii we release.
2: <laughs> We're not talking about Jonathan blood
1: Hey!
0: <laughs>
1: I love the way that some oh. things are just osmotic. I wasn't on Twitter yesterday, and I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: I wasn't on Twitter yesterday, you... and I know about this because I got a report when I got <laughs> I'm Like, oh, I've been. Working you just sit today.
2: down in front of your computer and say, you, "You say, like, Cortana, give me a report of the of the Twitter shenanigans." It's like, well, John low piston in a jar,
0: <laughs> and was proud of it. Oh. <laughs> Look, Cortana, so... if you're not going to take this seriously, neither am I. <laughs>
1: So tell us about shattered memories and what about it you like.
2: Well, okay, the 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 the, the psychiatric nonsense that it does, like you know, the it plays you, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> but I like the idea of I like the idea of a horror game that sort of adapts to the way you interact with the world. Mm, that is good. Like the the the, the things, it doesn't do it necessarily well, but I'm I'm able to forgive that. To at least try something, no. I like the idea that you can't die in it, mm. so that the that the, the horror is just it's something you experience, but you don't have to you don't have to have quick reflexes to to deal with or anything like that. Okay, it's something you can engage with more casually, and I I appreciate yeah, that. Sounds good. I also kind of like the plot twist, right.
1: which obviously we're not going to spoil. Uh, Right,
2: but I kind of liked it. Uh, I wouldn't ever play it on the Wii with fucking <laughs> controls because they make you. Because a lot of the, the 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 puzzles, for lack of a better term, and that's not a good term for it, um, <laughs> are mostly about uh, manipulating objects in a space, uh, <laughs> like turning a can upside uh, down and shaking uh, it until a uh, uh, thing uh, falls oh, out. Oh, a can? Like, no,
1: a There's can. A kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you're looking for the kid. Um, I. Oh, well, who has it? Hey, I've, I've taken part in that puzzle in my lifetime.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's that's Dragon's talking <laughs> um, The now, I guess you can use the 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 Wii to like do the cell phone stuff, which I guess could be neat. Yeah, but I'm I played it on the PS2 and using a controller for everything that you need that. You, interact with in that worked just fine and didn't take away from anything Mm
1: -hmm. um i will also say um i did with on a friend's it was a Wii copy of the game but on a friend's copy i did the psych test at the first part of it
2: i played a full-sized copy yeah
1: and i remember feeling vaguely nettled that the game was basically saying are you scared of spiders you scared of spiders because we're gonna if you're scared of spiders we're gonna put spiders in it just so you know spiders spiders
0: Uh, you could be the muscle (laughs) maybe somehow
1: anyway I, I might possibly be over-exaggerating uh, my memory of it, but...
2: That's because your memory has been changed. Oh, no!
0: I do have a vague recollection of you talking about this now. I also... Various things I also... you scared of this? you scared of this? You're yeah! You're sitting there going, No, you you don't even understand my fears. You're a get-good game.
1: <laughs> I, I got phobias you ain't never heard of. <laughs> Hipstaphobias. Well, I don't know, one of the,
2: one of the things is, uh, like... One of those things is, you know, involves family issues. Yeah, so good boy. One of the, the things that could turn out, it's like, oh, oh.
1: Oops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have been so cocky. Mm. I also like, I, I do like the aesthetic, too. Yeah. I like the
2: idea of taking Silent Hill and turning it into this
1: frozen yeah. hellscape. Alright, so, back, I like frozen hellscape. back to sequels. Uh, we have a, and come to think of it, trying too hard. We have a Wii game that's a sequel. Um... And I've kind of given away something about it already. <laughs> trying to? <laughs> no, not trying to. Uh, this is more of a triple A kind of release. It it, um, it has a sort of... A is it
0: achieving too hard? Uh,
1: I, I don't know if I'd say...
0: No, wait, they wouldn't have done Bayonetta 2 in January.
1: Not Bayonetta 2. Uh, it's not Bayonetta, but we'll just move that out of the list of the other things that got released in January 2010. ha!
0: <laughs> You're kidding, it was a January release. Yeah. Bayonet, wow.
1: The, it, it, it actually, it released in October in Japan, made all of its money, and then they said, fine, America can have it now. They've eaten their peas.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, so if not that, then is it a We Devil May Cry, perhaps? Um, I don't think it plays quite like Devil May Cry. No, no, I meant an actual Devil May Cry what? title.
1: No. No. Um, what console is you this This was on, on the Wii. Uh, it, it's a sequel to a game with a rockstar developer from Japan.
2: Oh. Oh, this uh, is uh, Killer is Dead. No.
1: It's yeah? a Suda51 game, although... It, it is a well, Suda, yeah. Okay, this is a sequel to a Suda51 game, but <laughs> crucially... No, no more, more Heroes, heroes 2.
2: There are Heroes yes, again. Yes,
1: Desperate Struggle. Yeah. Where the lightsaber now has a pull cord engine on it, because why not? Sure. Oh, yeah, whatever.
0: Does it go like a chainsaw when you pull the pull cord? I think so. I
1: don't... Uh, yeah, um, this, um, No More Heroes 2, one critic, compared it to the Monkey Island problem, where in No More Heroes 1, your character is a, a dork, and the whole game is about overcoming his dorkiness and getting to do a cool thing. No More Heroes 2 starts with the dork having not learned anything from that, and now just does cool things all the time, at which point they go from being a lovable dork to being an insufferable chode.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no one wants to play a successful dork.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of successful and dorky, we have a fight game. And chose. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, I don't actually hate anyone on the cover art of this, which is kind of amazing for a game with this many characters on it, but it's a Wii release of a. Like, the game originally came out in December 2008, and then it got re-released in 2010.
0: How many characters? In English? Do you cover?
1: Uh, 30, maybe? More? Um, I mean, I'm going to sit here and huh. count them. Well, uh, I
0: was thinking to say a Smash Brothers thing at first, but they never re-released that. Surely.
1: No, not a Smash Brothers. But you know how Smash Brothers is a whole bunch of characters from. Oh, it's a versus game. It's a versus game. Yes.
0: Um, um, Street oh, oh, Fighter um, vs Capcom. It's Capcom versus. Ah, uh, it's Capcom. Marvel versus... Not Marvel. No, and... I know this one. SNK? Shit. It's not, not SNK. SNK. It's...
1: it's it's who the fuck would who oh, had... oh oh
2: oh oh! It's the, <laughs> yeah. The who the company? fuck is that company name?
1: Mm. Shit. And there's this is sort of wait that comp like everything on this is under to- this cover? It's no or you're something. You're close, you're close. It's Tatsunoko versus oh, Capcom. Wait, yeah. it's
0: Tatsunoko. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. There was another Tempor one Rishi. they released later on, which is a Capcom versus someone I didn't think they'd done a versus game against. Um huh. Just the weirdest fucking selection of characters. But, okay, so Tatsunoku. that
2: Tatsunoku one winds up with people like Ultraman. It's got I think yeah,
0: Ultraman in it, doesn't it? It's got
1: the protagonist of Battle of the Planets.
0: Oh yeah, that's the one.
1: Which we got in the West is dubbed as I think Starhawks or something like that. Who it knows. was. It was a very odd. I remember watching that after having seen Power Rangers as a kid. I was like, hang on, they're just ripping off the plot of Power Rangers here. It's like, this is from the 70s. Shut up, Talon.
0: I must be thinking of the cover of the initial release, because I remember seeing the cover of this with, like, maybe three characters on no, either side no, facing no, no, each no, other. No. Like, close up profiles.
1: This is a giant pile of characters <laughs> with, with Ryu trying to face off menacingly against a dude with a bird helmet. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of trying to be menacing, we have a game that was criticized at the time for being too much like all these other cool games. (laughs) Uh, This game was published by THQ. So, sadly, they are no more. Moment of Silence for THQ. That's enough. (laughs) It's not
0: a Saints Row, because those are all too much like a bunch of awesome games.
1: And there are their own awesome games. Um, This game was somewhat criticized for having a very similar plot to structure to a Zelda game with a very grim aesthetic. Oh. Uh, Darksiders.
0: Darksiders. Darksiders was THQ?
1: Yeah. Huh. Yep.
0: I did not know that.
1: And honest to goodness, if if the aesthetic is your thing and you're like, I'd love to play a Legend of Zelda game, but I'm too scared of the, the bright, shiny colours, <laughs> Darksiders is really quite good for that. I'd love to play
0: a Legend of Zelda game, but I just can't identify with men who aren't built like giant slabs of meat.
1: Hey, I'm, I'm not gonna... I, I, Honestly, Darksiders has a great sense of spectacle. Like, there is a point where you beat a boss to death with a train. That's kind of cool. Is,
0: yeah, it's un in that sense. It's kind of like Zelda edging towards Bayonetta by way of World of Warcraft. But at the same time, it has... Well, Warhammer, really. Yeah,
1: yeah. Warhammer 40k is but very...
0: Warcraft is cribbing from Warhammer, so you get that.
2: You get a portal gun. Also, canonic- also, canonically, uh, War is a very, very shriveled, tiny old man. Yeah,
1: yeah. In, in Darksiders is two, he gets peeled out of his actual look. He's basically like he's the first boss. Yeah, he's the tutorial <laughs> boss.
2: Like, remember this? Remember this badass
1: in the first game? Yeah, loser. Death just goes
0: shunk. <laughs> right they didn't escalate things too quickly to hold onto their plot at all
1: i think at that point thq knew how well they were going to have a chance to further escalate anything Really? Um, I well, thought at that point I was still planning, on 2...
0: oh, no, they will totally be four of these games.
2: <laughs> Darksiders 2 is kind of amazing. Darksiders 2... In a lot of ways.
1: Darksiders 1 is trying very, very hard to be a Legend of Zelda game for people who are scared of colors. There's um, <laughs> is... plenty
0: of colors. They're all just angry, violent colors.
1: Darksiders 2 is much more in the vein of like Diablo 2. In the, the, the loot system and the time and the grinding and the exploring. So, like, if you want a game that, like... Grinding? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, you not you don't have to, but if you want to, you just go get loot and different types of loot. Exploring? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just murder things.
0: are you playing yes. Darksi- Death? Yes.
2: Darksiders 2... is
0: exploring and collecting gear. For those... Death. The personification yes. of death. The end of all things. Yeah, Is going to yes. go and loot dive. Yep.
2: Just so you know, Darksiders 2, it doesn't have... An an infinite jump glitch? (laughs) It has two (laughs) infinite jump glitches.
1: And and the game is reasonably robust about handling this, but it does mean that this game that's designed to be done... No!
2: It's not! (laughs) It's not
1: at all. Well, no, it's just like you
2: can actually skip World that's One. That's the thing.
1: Like you just by jumping too much. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I mean. It's reasonably we robust <laughs> you go. All right, that big gate is meant to keep me in World One. Uh, fuck it, I'm out. And the game is like, okay, fuck it,
2: and jump over it into the and sky. And the game's like,
1: all right, fine, <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> moving on.
2: That there, there are, there are platforming sections later on in the game where it's like, oh yeah, jump from this moving platform. To... No, I'm just gonna
1: fly. <laughs> I'm
0: not doing that. <laughs> oh dear.
1: I'm very fond of Darksiders as 2 as a speedrun game.
0: <laughs> I
2: watched the AGDQ run of it and it was amazing. You can,
1: oh my you God. can move during the cutscenes. So when the game's <laughs> like, oh, here is the big bad protagonist, here is the big bad boss monster you're going to have to fight. You're, already, you're already dead. Because <laughs> they're that good at killing these bosses. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got this many seconds of vulnerability on you? Whack, whack, whack. And the boss literally dies in its own cutscene. <laughs> all right now speaking of bosses and death we have one of many many re-releases of a adventure game series uh under under, well i guess
0: multiple versions of this have gotten re-releases
1: yeah yeah there are there are four games in this series they've all been re-released multiple times in the release date entry on uh on Wikipedia actually has like a massive fucking drop down because there's just so many different versions. Um it's come out of the Game Boy Advance, the Nintendo DS, the PC, the Wii, the IOS, and the 3DS. It's been it get basically every time they release a new platform, Nintendo put this game on it.
0: <coughs> Not a new game in this franchise. No. This game.
1: This game. And which there's
0: four titles.
1: Yeah, and it started on the G B A.
0: This is so strange. Yeah. Uh... wait, it's a Nintendo game. It's
1: technically a Capcom game.
2: No,
0: oh, it's not okay. a Wario when you said that, it's
2: like... <laughs> when you said PC, it's like... Yeah,
1: because what? what the fuck? <laughs>
2: Phoenix Wright?
0: Phoenix Wright! Oh, shit, yeah, they do do that, don't they? Yes, they do!
1: The very first Phoenix Wright was released in 2001 on the Game Boy Advance, and pretty much every January since then, at least one of them has gotten released on a new platform. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Steam okay.
2: when, Capcom? <laughs>
1: Uh, well, there's a PC version of it. It's yes. just not on
2: Steam.
0: <laughs> sure, why not? Where do I go to
2: get the PC version?
0: <laughs> that does a even... Is
2: the PC version
0: in yeah, English? that's nope. what I was... Yeah, I
2: <laughs> See, there's a problem here. Yep,
1: yep. Uh, it, in fact, it was released on Christmas Eve 2005 on the PC. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alright, so... I could have gotten that for Christmas. Last up. <laughs> in Japanese?
2: I know I was a good Jeb that
1: year. You're always a good Jeb. Um, so... Lies. Finally, we have a game that is a sequel to a game that never got released, so a company made the original game and released it simultaneous with this. As far as marketing gimmicks go, it was pretty solid.
0: my brain hurts already. Um... What?
1: (laughs) It's a a Capcom game and it uses games (laughs) for Windows Live, so I will understand if no one's played it.
2: Christ. It's only on Windows? Um...
1: It's on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 as well. It's not Dead Rising. No, 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 no. But curious, you mentioned Rising because being airborne's part of this game's charm. The prequel game that got released with it uh, has just got the same name with the word Zero on the end.
0: Oh, oh, no, uh, Dark Void! Oh, oh, it's uh, it's Dark Void.
1: Yes! Which, you know, hand in the air, um, disclosure point. I'm friends with one of the people who helped develop Dark Void Zero, Other Ocean, uh, Newfoundland. And it's really, really hard, but it's really good. I really liked it. Um, Dark Void itself, I own. I've never been able to play it because I got it after Games for Windows Live shut down, and the (sighs) response from the people involved was...
0: (sighs) Fucking... I don't get Um, it. (laughs) Tools...
1: On the shutdown of Windows, of Games for Windows Live, I would like to, again, hold up from software as an example of what to do, in that they, not only did they decouple their game from Games for Windows Live, they then paid for a Steam ad saying, hey, if you were avoiding this because of Games for Windows Live, it's gone, wow. and if you have a game, if you were afraid that your copy of this game had been locked behind Games for Windows Live, it's not anymore, and they paid for that as, as an actual Steam banner promotion, it was really cool.
0: yeah. Really and
2: cool. they also opt- offered an opt in uh, beta to the uh, GFW list version. Yeah. So you could have been playing the, the version without games when live for even longer.
0: I suppose they figured they had uh, good enough potential profits. A rabid fan <laughs> yeah. yeah, like they could afford to splash the money on telling people that it was available and, and not uh, not blocked by that service, and then people would go, so, oh, I'll have that then.
2: You, you know, you could get more of your friends to play Dark Souls. <laughs> ah? do, you, uh,
0: do you have any friends left who aren't playing Dark Souls? Are there people who don't play Dark Souls? Well, who haven't played Dark Souls?
2: Are there people left who don't have Dark Souls? They could be playing Dark Souls.
1: <laughs> um, Dark Souls.
0: Also, you could bring Dark Souls into their lives.
1: Also, finally, for this year, for this uh, period, it's a iteration of a RPG that claims to learn about you as you play and builds off your hey, decisions. T-
2: talent? No. Talent. Is it Loom? It's not Loom.
0: <laughs> he swore it would never be Loom again. Yes,
1: it's not gonna be Loom again. Though Yeah, but what 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 season what season premiere is it without a callback? That's true. By the way, last year there was one retro gaming news where I had the plan because there were two games that started with O. That the first four games spelled out loom.
0: (laughs) You son of a bitch!
1: I think that got lost and I never wound up pointing it out. And I don't know which one it is now.
0: Well, listener, you have an archive job.
1: (laughs) But yes, uh, a game by a Rockstar developer, which was totally awesome because the last one was just piss on chips. Yes, it's a Fable game. Which one? It's Fabled. Yay! Yes, which as we know was both the best iteration and fulfills the promise of everything that Fable 1 never could do and was also garbage and toilets oh, and you'll hate it once you see Fable 3.
0: poo on toilet. <laughs> did, did you...
2: I've never played a Fable game I ever liked.
0: I've never played a
1: Fable game. I, they sound like really fun games. It's just the way that the, the guy who makes them talks about them makes me want to flush him.
0: I was like, ooh, could Play I design it? a I cute character? Them. And they were like, if you make a wizard, they'll get old and ugly. And I was like, nope, leaving now. <laughs>
1: I've
2: I I've, I've played Fable games and no, they're not, well, uh-huh. they're bad, they're bad games.
1: Oh uh, well, video game. That's all for retro gaming news for this for this week.
0: <laughs> well, Jeb, you just don't understand that there were some uh, you know promises they couldn't follow through on in Fable Two, and they're very sorry about that. <laughs> And, uh, you'll find that Fable 3, uh, fulfills all of those ideals.
1: One of the promises was actual emergent human AI. (laughs) Pete Molyneux promised Skynet.
0: Go, Pete, go home. Well, you you just go home. It'll save time. Just
1: go home, Pete. Go home. I love you, Pete. No, stop.
0: (laughs) Go home, Pete. You're Pete. Are you... Some was pretty good
1: yeah, someone once said to me after last year's furore around Pete um that he for all that he wants to be the the Orson Wells of gaming, he's much closer to being the George Lucas in that there there is work <laughs> that he has produced that has some really great you know bedrock effect work in it there's some he helped to define sets of genres, but he really needs someone next to him going, no 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 <laughs> no Pete, no. Yeah. no Pete no no, Pete no.
0: They're, you know, they, they made some really interesting, groundbreaking stuff and are otherwise, like, you know, little kids having a fun time. My, it's, it's endearing.
1: He's Britain's, he's Britain's dare, My make? favorite <laughs> Pete Molyneux anecdote is the day that he realized he, he, he did some math, quit his job, and drove across the country in Britain uh, to fill his car with fish and ice to try and make a profit selling fish. He thought that would be his new job. In a normal car in Britain in the summer.
0: Filled with ice.
1: Yeah. He, he, just, he, just, he just dumped That's fish into his car.
0: Just in the backseat.
1: Yeah.
0: Just die. Tur-
1: turns out that restaurants... Right
2: Shine on, you crazy turns-, turns out
1: restaurants weren't <laughs> particularly big on the idea of buying fresh fish. That had been driven across, literally
0: the- off the back of a truck.
1: Yeah, he's like, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. You, you literally just turned up offering me are, are you certified by any <laughs> health
0: organization in a
1: garbage bag. Do I know you? Don't ice. have
0: E. coli. <laughs> are
1: you? You've got to be brave. You've got to have a special kind of brave to do that kind of thing, and to <laughs> you quit your job and run the Salmonella I- Express. <laughs> <laughs>
2: bless you, Peter Molyneux. God bless
0: you. It's
1: a testament to his never give up, never thinks things through philosophy. <laughs> and
0: fuck upholstery. <laughs> oh, God bless the man. Amen. I hope he kept that car and I hope it smelled like cod till the day it died. I hope he kept one of the fish. Because he apparently couldn't sell them. It would definitely smell like cod until the day it died. <laughs> what if it wasn't a cod? It's Britain. I'm just... i oh, my bets. Oh,
1: ooh. What? Dude, no,
0: just, you know, statistics. It's probably gonna be like in Australia, I'd say flake. Uh, There's a good chance.
1: Or brim, but anyway. Um, yeah, so, I guess it's time we talk about the somewhat important stuff.
0: Hey, what? The somewhat important stuff?
1: Important stuff? Uh, yeah.
2: First time ever.
0: <laughs> We've been doing this for over a year. I see no reason to start now.
1: Right, uh, well... Uh, the listener the dlc podcast has been operating now for a year with effectively nothing no. financing it. we Goal. Don't... Goal. No. no content yeah, nothing we, we just no incense. we just do whatever um and i have had some people talk no to discipline me... Suggesting that we needed a Patreon of some variety. No comedy. So we're going to have a Patreon.
0: No respect for Talon.
1: I wanted to make sure that this Patreon was very, very low-key. Like, we're not going to do anything particularly outlandish or weird. It's just the server costs Unless us. we get a lot of well, money. Well, yeah, if we get a lot of money, that will have to definitely change the way we...
2: I will things. do a lot of weird stuff for <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs>
0: You heard it here first. Jeb will do a lot of weird stuff for a lot of money. Want to find out those figures? Why not donate to our friendly neighborhood Patreon?
1: <laughs> Basically, we're going to have Patreon set up with a very low target to just pay for the server costs for a year. That's all. Like, we're going to do it anyway. We're going to pay for it ourselves. And if you contribute, that'll just go into that fund. And if a lot of you contribute and a lot of money gets raised, which I don't expect to happen, what will probably happen is... Fox and Jeb will come up with something goofy to do, and I'll get roped into it.
0: We'll put Jeb on a t-shirt. Yeah, not a picture of Jeb.
1: Just like Jeb, actual Jeb. Yeah.
0: Well, he'll roll over the t-shirt and then send it to you.
1: <laughs> a game with uh, you'll get a t-shirt with genuine Jeb dander.
0: <laughs> I will send my much-lax army to take over your loved ones. <laughs>
2: You won't know that it's <laughs> happened because your loved ones will be replaced by munch and They'll cut their real... skulls
0: and live in the insects.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I get to see her face when she says that.
0: <laughs> I always liked Ewoks. Is what I'm saying. Is it, is it the
1: teeth? Is it murderous the
0: little teddy bears?
1: Is it the? Oh, it's because re- they
0: were a proud and noble warrior race.
1: The weird little mouths with the flat teeth. Anyway, anyway, uh, point is, there should be a Patreon going up with. This episode of the podcast and fingers crossed, there will also be going up a iTunes address. So if you wanted us to use iTunes or if you want to help us out by putting reviews on iTunes, you can do that. That'll be a thing. I don't imagine this will have any major changes. Odds are good, the listener. Nothing Hopefully. will be different. It'll be a you. thing. We're not planning on spruiking the Patreon every single episode. It'll probably just be like a little banner on the website, and that's it. The hell, I won't. <laughs> are we not
0: going to mention it in the closing?
1: Well, we might. I don't. I don't know. Because
0: I, I think one of the standard Patreon benefits is, you know, in our closing <laughs> sequence, we'll say hi, thank you.
1: Eh, true, true. That's probably a thing. Um,
0: you just do that and not mention Patreon. Hi, thank you.
1: The Patreon is deliberately small because we know that uh, the listener is a person who may have limited finances. We don't want you blowing a lot of money on our dorky little podcast project.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes. Please don't sponsor us. I mean, unless we
1: do. Yes,
2: we do want you to. To support
0: us. We do, but we want you to be able to afford to sponsor us.
1: Have you been eating properly, the listener? Have you got a sweater? Are you hydrated? hydrated? Have you taken your meds? (laughs) Is everything okay? It's okay to feel bad sometimes, and it's okay to have a rest. Those things are totally cool. (laughs) That's
0: good. Take care of yourself first. After you've taken all of that,
2: after you take care of yourself, after you've done all that, you can give us money. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) And if the listener happens to be a wealthy billionaire, Jeb would really like a jet. (laughs)
0: say if the listener happens to be a wealthy no, billionaire you can buy the episode <laughs> but we are entitled to steal it back from you <laughs> in a heist of caper
2: <laughs> and if you inve- if you sp- if you back us at $50 or more you will be involved in the heist <laughs> steal back the episode
1: hard to keep editing that word out thank you very much for joining us on the downloadable concept podcast that's been kirk cameron
2: that's been jeb
0: and that's been fox
1: tune in next week when we will be working out our identity crisis issues in a massive (laughs) multi-universe crossover event in which someone must die
2: it's probably kirk cameron
0: joining us for season two of the downloadable concept <laughs> podcast. That's the,
2: that's the whole season right there.
0: Uh, I have been discontinued. Talon has been pulled from shelves due to a publisher disagreement. <laughs> they weren't using the engine legally. And Jeb has quit DeviantArt forever.
2: Excuse me, that's Kirk Cameron.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, I'm
1: sorry. Well,
0: Kirk Cameron has been assumed into heaven.
1: <laughs> uh... He's the only person.